Hey, welcome to the Art of Successful Living. My name is Joanne Williams. This podcast is about learning how to overcome personal difficulties, make better choices, and cultivate a closer relationship with Jesus Christ. Well, we're in the Christmas season, and um, this new series has to do with the birth of Christ through the eyes of Mary, Joseph, Anna, and Simeon. You, you know, you likely read the Christmas story from the Bible. Maybe the account from Luke is your favorite narrative, or perhaps you love the birth of Jesus from the book of Matthew. Either way, we read about the shepherds in their fields, angels singing, wise men who traveled two years before reaching the king born in Bethlehem. I probably would have turned back or got distracted looking at other sites, no telling. But anyway, I hope that today's podcast will, number one, deepen your faith in Christ. Number two, inspire you to draw nearer to God this Christmas. Be still in his presence. And remember, Jesus is the reason for the season. So we're going to start with Christmas through the eyes of Mary. Our scripture for part one of this series today is coming from Luke chapter one, verses 26 through 38. And I'm going to be reading from the NIV version. And it reads, verse 26, in the sixth month, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, do not be afraid. Mary, you have found favor with God. You will be with child and give birth to a son and you are to give him the name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the most high. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. Then Mary says in verse 34, how will this be? Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin. The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. And the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age. And she who was said to be barren is in her sixth month. And then he goes on in verse 37 to say, For nothing is impossible with God. And our last verse, verse 38 says, I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May it be to me as you have said. 
Then the angel left her. So that's coming from the book of Luke. Um, You know, I wanted to ask you a question. Are you ready for Christmas? Have you ever been asked that question? I can't even begin to tell you how many times I've been asked that question by family and friends and store clerks through the years. No one likes the thought of being unprepared, especially at Christmas. And boy, there's so many things we have to do. We need to do during that time. And as a matter of fact, during this time, because I don't know about you, but I'm pretty busy. Anyway, whenever our lives get busy, it's important that our hearts don't become overwhelmed. We need to be watchful that our Christmas preparation and celebration of Jesus does not distract from our relationship with Jesus. In the opening chapters of the book of Luke, we're introduced to Mary, whose heart, along with others, were prepared to receive their king. When the book of Luke begins, remember, there was no Christmas season. No joy to the world. No silent night hadn't, you know, none of that stuff had been written. The story of Mary begins in Luke, the first chapter. And but the thing is, she lived during a very dark time in the history of her people. The Bible tells us that nearly 400 years had passed since the words of Malachi had been written and the Jewish people were still waiting for the promised Messiah. And it is in the midst of this darkness and the and the crushing presence of Rome that God's mercy and grace shines the brightest. Mary is about to receive the greatest blessing ever given to any woman. When Mary woke up the day the angel Gabriel was going to pay her a visit, she had no idea who was coming to her house. Boy, I bet that was a shocker. She didn't even know the reason for the visit. Here here comes this angel and, you know, I'm not prepared. Um, I had no forenotice and I don't know why they would come to visit me. She didn't know this was God's appointed time for the promise of the Messiah to be fulfilled. She didn't know she was to be God's chosen vessel to the life to carry the life of her Savior uh, within her. Mary's story is one of a heart prepared for God's visitation. When Mary first heard the words that Gabriel spoke to her, she, she was perplexed and, and she responded with her mind because none of it made sense. And so she asked, <clears throat> she asked, how can this be since I'm a virgin? When the angel gave her more details, Mary's next response was not from her mind, but from her heart. She knew this was not a time to reason, but a time to believe. Mary's life was interrupted and forever changed by this interaction with the angel Gabriel. And her words forever changed 
our lives as well. May it be to me as you have said. That's how she responded to the angel. Now, this is an amazing moment. Uh, no. What I want to say is this is, a, is it's an amazing in the moment response. She responds in the moment. And it's a response from a young girl who's engaged. She's a teenage girl who just heard she was about to become pregnant through the supernatural workings of the Holy Spirit. That's boy, that was a very powerful response that she gave the angel Gabriel. Mary didn't argue or resist what he told her. She didn't offer another option or try to come up with a better plan. She didn't try to put the angel off or or like I probably would have did with I would have asked for a few more weeks to think it over. Let me pray about it. Uh, or she didn't say this is not a good time for me. You know, this, this not right now. You know, um, she she you know, she could have said, you know, wow, you know, I love what you said and I want to be the chosen one. But could it happen after I'm married? I mean, that would have been, you know, a reasonable response. I'm thinking since she was already engaged to Joseph. But her posture, her response was a posture of acceptance, obedience, and courage. It, it was one of open hands and a trusting heart. Though she had no precedent precedence to look back on to guide her in this situation, uh, though the calling to bear the Messiah it was heavy, it was huge. She knew the voice of the Father. She was willing, and she entrusted herself completely to Him. As we continue to wait for Christ to return. I hope that our posture will be like that of Mary's, his mother. May we have the courage and be willing to say yes to God's word to us. May we be able to hear his voice, even in this holiday season. Secondly, this holiday season, as we remember Jesus' birth and the first Christmas, I pray that your heart response to Christ will be, let your will be done in me according to all that you have spoken. The goal of this podcast is to influence Christian believers to lead successful or more successful Christian lives. As we reflect on the love of God and the word of God, Join us every Wednesday and click that subscribe button so you can be notified when the next podcast comes out. While you at it, spread the news to your family and friends. Tell somebody to check this podcast out. Until next time, all my kings and queens, be blessed.